Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. For you today, madre mía, madre mía, madre mía. I see a lot of things in the chat right now already, and I see that uh, our people are in the house. How is everybody doing? I trust all's going fine. As we speak here, I'm trying to load that video that I just processed a few minutes ago. want to make sure that we can get that into the show today. We're going to be talking about women's issues, we hope. And uh, of course, you can always change the subject. And it is loaded. All right. How you doing? Mike Cisak is in the house. Michael Rudnan is in the house. E2247 is in the house as well as May Wood. Patrick Barron is in the house. And Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain is in the house with us. Paul Fleming from Atlanta, Georgia. Lee Grant from Montgomery County is in the house. Bridge MCP upstate New York is in the house. We are represented in all corners of the country, folks. Eric Case, Kingwood, Texas. Paul Fleming, ATL, I think I called you. AVQ, Brooklyn, New York. Even Avery Herod. Atlanta, Georgia. We are well represented around the country, around the world. How are my peeps doing? I trust everybody is doing fine. Anyhow, I'll go ahead and start reading all what you guys have placed in here thus far. Egberto, I hope that you are finally ready to cover this ongoing horrifying story. The ongoing horrifying story. Not yet. More research, but not yet. Yes, it's horrifying, but I'll try, you know, keep, keep the pressure on me to cover that, my brother. Keep the pressure on me to cover that. All right. WSWS, 215 bodies known to police, found an unmarked grave, uh, known to the police, found an unmarked graves behind jail in Jackson, Mississippi. A horrifying situation is unfolding in Jackson, Mississippi, where 200 bodies were recently discovered in unmarked graves behind a state jail. The facilities of those buried is what is known as a pauper's field behind the Hens County penal farm. We're never informed. Uh, we're, ne we're, we're never informed of the deaths of their loved ones, let alone given the chance to retrieve their bodies and pay their respects. The extent and scope of this travesty and utter disregard for human life is still largely being kept under wraps. However, what has been reported thus far is chilling. The grave sites of the victims are identifiably identifiable only by a number and a metal rod. The bodies were not embalmed, given coffins, or properly buried. The graves were dug by inmates, and it's likely the burials were carried out by the same inmates. One activist known as author Silky Slim Reed, who has been outspoken on the events, described a morbid scene at the burial ground when visiting, reporting uh, what that buzzards flying overhead attracted to the disturbing stench that emanates from the improper burials and shallow graves. The shocking revelation was unearthed only due to the persistence of Burtonston Wade, who spent seven months looking 
for her middle child, Dexter Wade, who suddenly went missing in March 2023. Betterston would not find out the truth about her son until October 23rd. Dexter had been killed shortly after his mother's home hit by a Jackson police car while crossing a nearby interstate highway. Let me repeat that last sentence. I didn't quite get it. Dexter had been killed shortly after leaving his mother's home hit by a Jackson police car while crossing a nearby interstate. Are you saying he wasn't in jail? Uh, he was just hit by a cop's car crossing the road? Uh, tell me that. I am curious because I understand the inmates, the desecration of their bodies, but again, they were in jail. And I can bet you, well, we know what, what these people feel about the bodies of certain people Anyway, we just have to remember Michael Brown's body laid for hours after hours after hours after he was murdered by a, a Missouri police officer uh, in, in uh, what town outside of um, of St. Louis. Can't remember the name of the town, but we know how some of our bodies are treated. <laughs> E2247 says, we hear a lot nowadays about Israeli war on all Palestine, but any trader will tell you that war between two manufacturers can be quite a hot war. Hey, uh, take Fakistaliners and Nucleaners, for instance. There is no fundamental difference between the two machines any more than there is between two human persons. Okay, huh. Not all of Hollywood. I don't understand that, but. I'll go ahead and say there'd be a little competition and certainly no war if it wasn't for the ambitions of a few men. I don't suppose that Mr. Biden even knows the name of the persons we sent him as put us to put an end to, to fast liners, Palestine, and the good new cleaners, Israel. I have always wanted our relationship to be closer, so I will send Biden this message right now. Ceasefire in all Palestine now, Biden. Do it. All right. Eric says, ha, huh, not all Hollywoods are in the Kool-Aid club. I don't work with woke people. Sylvester Stallone drops out of the dollar, uh, the billion dollar project with Robert De Niro. I don't know the context of that, but I don't know. I think it is it is it is it shows an utter disregard for intellect and intelligence for one to say I don't work with woke people. I like to work with woke people, people who are awake, people who acknowledge things that are there. Now, people who are not woke concerns me. I still love them, but I do know that I can't take their word seriously. That is a statement not of conjecture, but a statement of fact. All right, let's continue here. Um, E2247, civilization, colonialization, extermination. Any questions? Oppose anti-ceasefire values. I love that. Uh, I, I love the way you delineate that. Paul Fleming says, the IRS says it has collected an additional $360 million in overdue taxes from delinquent millionaires. As the agency's leadership tries to promote the latest work it has done to modernize the agency with Inflation Reduction Act funding. Well, you know, the IRS has owed me over $3,000 for the last three years. Well, I guess they don't work on the, the people that make little income. Along with the $122 million collected from delinquent millionaires last October, now nearly half a billion dollars in back taxes have been recouped, recouped IRS leader says. And we know that there are 
billions and billions and billions that are left to be collected. We got to keep it going. Patrick Baron says, good evening, Egberta. Good evening, Mr. Patrick Baron. Great to have you here. Uh, Melanie Keelan says, happy Friday, everybody. Thank you, Melanie. Happy Friday to you, too. Maywood says, good afternoon, everybody. How is everybody this Friday from California? So we have California to one side, New York on the other side, Atlanta to the other side, Texas. Where are my West Coast, Northern, Northern West Coast? Where is Northern West Coast? I'm looking for you. All right. Uh, Michael Rodney says as follows. AP, U.S. British militaries launched massive retaliatory strike against Iranian-backed Houthis in Yemen. Houthis have been attacking shipping liners and have fired on our Navy. The retaliation was expected after warnings were given and their movements were observed. Biden is doing both maintaining supply chains and putting pressure on Israel not to this indiscriminate slaughter. Yes, I know that pressure by yes, I know that the pressure Biden is putting on Israel is insufficient. Most of the dead are women and children. Our military has been keeping tabs on where the Houthis launch their attacks from and have directed strikes accordingly. Yeah. Opening up another front in the war. Let me tell you. Right now, the attacks are, there's war between, you, people want to say Hamas and Israel. The war between Hamas and Israel is over. That's been over before it even started. And you know why? Because the people that Hamas, that Israel has been killing, has been Palestinian civilians. So I don't want to hear about this war. The war is really between Israel and Palestine. And and. and as many of the Houthis are saying, the they they are you know they're they're doing something the United States have always done, right? They are taking on what international law has given them as a recourse, meaning protect those who are under genocide. And their way to protect those who are under genocide, in their opinion, this is not me, I'm a neutral observer here, but in their opinion. Going after the suppliers of Israel, right, to stop the genocide is what they're doing, even as South Africa, who just about proved their case in the ICJ yesterday, IJC yesterday, showed that what's occurring in Israel is a, it's definitely a genocide. Meet all the specifications of a genocide. Let's be clear. All right, continuing, continuing. Mike C. says Paul Fleming, that $360 million will last one day at our current spending levels. I don't even know if it lasts a day. When, 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 come on, our budget is over a trillion dollars. There are hundred, there are 365 days in a year. Come on, where's your math, brother c -Sack? You know better than that. I'm playing with you, Mike. You know I love you. Carl Cox says, I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere, so beware. Our resident genius in college, Carl Cox, is in the house. You are acknowledged. All right. Uh, you know, it's amazing how the right wing get fascinated with the, the talking point of the day. Fanny Willis, she may have been having, who knows, some sort of relationship in with one of the lawyers that she hired uh, on as a special a special prosecutor. Oh my God. Oh my God. She has been having an affair so much so that she has gone out with him 
in to dinner in public, not hiding in a hotel, but in public. But oh my God, you know how the right wing is? They can create a story, and then they all the right wing agents jump on it, and then they get their sycophants to put the stories in a chat, every chat that they can get into. In the case here, we have Mister Mister Eric Hayes doing his part. He's putting Fannie Willis into the chat for politics done right, so that we'll talk about it. Well, guess what? You got your mention, but the mention that I'm going to use is anybody talking about Fannie Willis with regards to some personal relationship that exists or doesn't exist is a sycophant for the right. You know, just think about it. You, you want to be concerned, be concerned about the people who are banning books, who are stealing at Walmart, be concerned about the people who are banning books, having threesomes and raping women. That's that's those are the folks on the right who are trying to be moral police. Let's get that clear. You don't see me start my program with that because it is inconsequential for the success or the acts that they that for our people to move forward. I rest my case. We'll move on. Uh, Patrick Barron says Jackson, Mississippi has a problem, a big problem, in, as I see it. Uh, Lee Grant says Joe's got us warships deployed in Red Sea attacking sites in Yemen. He's over his head. He's no more over his head than any other American president who is always uh, fast on the trigger. Every American president follow the same war methodology. We can say, well, wait a minute. Nobody started the war in Iraq like Bush. Yeah, you could say that. But except for our great president, uh, Jimmy Carter, every single one of our presidents Every single one of our American presidents were in wars that weren't necessary. Even the people that many of us love to love in Obama. Obama killed more people with drones than God knows what to do with. All right. So let's be clear here. America has always been trigger happy. I can I can give you about 10,000 Panamanians who could tell you about it. Oh, no, they can't tell you. They are dead and they were dumped into mass graves by the United States military. Oh, my God. Those 10,000 Panamanians can't say anything. Oh, sorry. But, you know, I can. Michael says, Egberto, there is a bunch of other stories that continue from the article. Thank you, uh, Michael. I... I, I thank you for bringing that to our attention. That is how we get other stories that aren't in the main media out there. Sensible stories. We get sensible stories and we also get ridiculous stories like the one that um, Brother Eric is attempting to put out here. All right. Carl Cox says the GOP is responsible for any disaster to small business and to the bottom 90 percent of Americans in terms of wealth. We spoke about quite a bit of that on our show this morning. You may want to take a look at the beginning of our show this morning. Egberto, it's why I kept pushing your research to the story and cover it properly. Thank you, brother. Alistair Water is in the house. How are you doing, Alistair? Gene Guy Daigle is in the house. Ferguson, Missouri. Thank you. Ferguson is the state where they left the body of Michael Brown lying in the sun for hours upon hours on the asphalt. Hours. I went out there with uh, with Congress, with, 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 with Senator. I in fact, I have some pictures here with, with Senator, um, uh, what's her name? Who, who was, um, I'll remember her name a bit later. But anyhow, um, we got to do something about that. Where they had that drawing on the pavement where he died. I almost cried being out there that somebody could do that to a human being. 
All right. Let's see. Paul Fleming says, new borrowers who receive less than $12,000 in federal loans and have been paying off their balances for at least 10 years will get their remaining student debt canceled immediately in February. You know how much they have paid in interest over 10 years? You know the theft that occurs in a banking system that gets the money without risk and charge the people a high interest rate? Do you know how much? In this case, they're federal loans. I don't know if the private sector had anything to do with the loans or, or not. But the mere fact that the government is uh, giving it, uh, saying forgiven, that will help the economy. All right. Uh, let's see. Mike Cisak says many of the squad came out against Biden going to war without informing them in Congress. They're saying he's in violation of Article 1. You know why? Because he is in violation of Article 1, like every single president that preceded him, including Donald Trump, including Obama, including uh, Clinton, including Bush. That's who we are as a country. It's a joke. It's a joke. All right, uh, let's see. Gene Daigle says, uh, and by the way, you notice something on this show. I want you guys to notice something. The supporters of Trump, he could do no wrong, even when he knowingly did wrong. And the people here have been judging Biden by the same things that 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 Trump would have done. But when Trump did it, it's OK. When Biden did it, it's not. We are very, very straight down the line. Biden is wrong about uh, the war, about just going and haphazardly bombing without congressional approval. Biden is wrong. Biden is also wrong for his embrace of Benjamin Netanyahu. We don't try to sugarcoat that. And Biden is complicit, not responsible for, but complicit because it's being done with our bombs. It is being done with our planes. It is being done with our money, complicit in the genocide in Gaza. So we don't pull punches here. We are honest. Will I be voting for Biden in 2024? If it's Biden Trump? Yes, I will. How can you do that? I'm voting the interest of America. That's how. All right, let's continue. Uh, uh, Paul Fleming says, Adam Schiff wants to get rid of the Electoral College, expand the Supreme Court, and expand the filibuster as part of the sweeping uh, policy rollout for reinforcing his central pitch in Senate campaign. He can get two of the three done. He can, expand, he can help the president expand the Supreme Court. He cannot get rid of the, the uh, Electoral College. Getting rid of the Electoral College in the near term is a distinct impossibility. Okay? Uh, uh, eliminating the filibuster can be done on day one. So he can do two of the three things, Elect, but to, to, to campaign on the Electoral College and tell people vote for me because I'm going to get rid of the Electoral College or work towards that can't be done. It requires a constitutional amendment and the constitutional amendment will require, I think it is three fifths of the states to ratify it. You're not going to get it. But there is the constitutional compact. I, I think it's called uh, the... Elect, uh, the compact, uh, the constitutional compact, voter compact, or or something like that. Let me look it up for you. 
because I think uh, what you guys need to do is support those organizations that are trying to get state, the national pump, it's called a national popular voter vote interstate compact. And what it is, is as follows. Uh, every state, uh, whoever wins the, uh, the popular vote, states that comprise 270 electoral votes, irrespective of how the people voted in their state, will support the president who got the popular vote, which then means the, the popular vote will match the president. And for those who say, oh, that's not constitutional, that's not true. The mere fact you created an electoral college that can vote at will, meaning it doesn't, there's nothing in the Constitution that says the electoral college must vote for the, peop, for the president that the people elected. That is how horrendously undemocratic the electoral college is. And while the Republicans can use the electoral college because of the because of how gerrymander and all these things work, if we can get enough states to worth 270 electoral college to support true democracy, that international that that national compact, the voter national compact, will actually work. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Bridge MCP says, yes, I read that and saw in a few articles, Michael, he was thrown out of a restaurant and the owner broke his silence. Yvette Avery Herod, you are correct. The police covered up his death. He had his ID on him. They claimed they tried to contact his family. His relative uh, had, had been killed by authorities and have a current lawsuit against. That is great. Paul Fleming says, in a separate legal rulings, Trump has been found to have committed rape, business fraud, and insurrection, and yet he remains Republican president frontrunner. Don't ever tell me again that GOP is the family values party or the party of law and order. Well, look, there are three things we can talk about when it comes to family values and et cetera, right? Family values requires that you support policies that work that brings up, elevates children, elevates, feed children. They're against that. Law and order, their, their, their leader, their fuhrer is a rapist, according to the judge. Their fuhrer is a thug who is a fraudster, according to the judge, but better, according to himself, because he paid off Remember, Trump University was a fraud, so much so that he had to give back $25 million to the people who he ripped off. So we can go over item after item after item that this fraudster has done, but the law and order party still supports him. The law and order party supports him even though he has raped women. The law and order party, the, the moral value party or the party of life supports him even as he supports policies that get women killed and policies that get kids killed. Men, that is why when one teaches and explain things to my Republicans, even the ones that are calling into K-50 at larger numbers than ever before, and, and actually liking what they're hearing, I get it in the emails and even I get it on air. I have people that call and say, I'm a Republican, but KPFT 
has always have left wing, uh, left wing talk shows. But the people who like the style of music have always been a, a hell of a lot. I think 50 50 right and left wing. And they always complain about the left leanings. And the, we have long letters that our, uh, our programmer has sent us, uh, the, the leader of our programming have sent us, where they complain of the leftward direction of our talks. And one of the letters from one of the, these guys that really hit my show harder than any other show is one of the supporters of the show that's calling in frequently and actually liking what he's hearing. So people are starting to think. You have to respect people, talk to people. There are always going to be those who are uh, immutable. Uh, the way their brains function is, uh, you know, they're deep inside. They don't understand that carnality that keeps their, their minds from working correctly. And they, they, they revel in their inability to think. We can't help those. We can't help those. But together, we can get to quite a few, enough to make 67%. Remember that, 67%, a super majority. All right, uh, what else we got here? Uh, let's see. All voters should heed the words of Hanging Judge, 1875 to 96 Parker. Apply his admonishment to POTUS number 46 about ceasefire in Palestine. I got to read that sometime. All right. I'm scrolling down, scrolling down. Paul Fleming says more than a century after the 19th Amendment gave women the right to vote. Women constitute fewer than one in five state legislators across much of the southeast. Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina and Tennessee. West Virginia has the lowest percentage of any state. Less than 13 percent of its lawmakers are women. Read the full story from Jennifer Berry Hawes. Thank you for that. Michael Rodney says, I wonder why the conservatives in the chat want to protect filthy rich tax cheats. Every effort by the IRS to go after those who owe the most worth louding. NBC, IRS has collected more than 520 million in back taxes from delinquent millionaires so far. The agency credited passage of the Inflation Reduction Act as it steps up the ability to pursue high income, high wealth individuals who owe money. The RSA is working to reverse the historic low audit rates and limit focus from the wealthiest face. Remember I told you a lot of rich people are psychopaths. You have all this money, right? Why are you trying to get out of paying your fair share in taxes? Why? And for those who are scram scrambling for money, for those who the, don't get the right kind of services where our government doesn't have the right amount of services to service you. Why are you defending them? You know what it's called? An enslaved mind. We continue. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, a, I'm going to continue. Maywood says, oh, that's a reply. I am going to scroll. Paul Fleming says, the measles outbreak here in Pennsylvania is because an unvaccinated child contracted the virus internationally and imported it uh, in the U.S. because they were unvaccinated. The parents then broke isolation rules and exposed the daycare. Measles was declared eliminated in the U.S. in 2000 because of vaccines, but disinformation has reduced vaccine uptake and leads to outbreak. Measles is very contagious and can cause serious complications and deaths. This is why 
I have no tolerance for misinformation. Exactly. And let me tell you better, um, uh, Paul Fleming. I don't, I don't think we should have ever stopped giving the measles vaccine, right? I don't think we should have ever stopped it because it's eradicated in the United States. In an international world, you cannot eradicate anything. You can say, well, we have a lower propensity for measles, and maybe because measles is not as deadly as some diseases, we won't give it. But don't tell me you're not giving it because it has been eradicated. That's not a wise thing to ever say. Uh, let's see what else we have. Paul Femme says, I'm, good. I'm going through this right now. My major medicine that I will co-pay uh, to start this year is $2,500, down from uh, last year $5,000 for the first 30 days. The idea of patient responsibility, those deductibles and coinsurance requirements, was not an idea created by healthcare providers. They were vehicles created by payers, referring to insurers, people who have deductibles in the thousands of dollars. My family does. Insured Americans should have to bear the bankruptcy cost. Look, my deductible before Linda started uh, went on to work with the school, r- driving buses and taking care of these uh, disabled kids. I had a deductible of $10,000. $10,000 with over, I think my, my total bills were, I think, like $16,000, $17,000 a year in insurance bill plus a $10,000 deductible. So that meant I never got any coverage until I had $25,000 out of pocket. That is, our, that is our system. That is a theft in our system that we should mitigate. Uh, Gene Daigle says the Supreme Court should be extend, expanded due to the number of circuit courts we have. 13. Agreed. Should have 13 members, right? One per each circuit court. Bridge MCP says the difference between the left and the right is that the left will call out anyone doing wrong. The right will only call out the left. Just remember that. And you know what? It's so sad. You'll hear them say they can't keep themselves together. They're always fighting among each other. No, we just want what's right. That's all. That's all. That's all. Uh, Bridget, I mean, uh, Yvette Avery Harris said they knew exactly how to reach a family. It should be called murder, right? Uh, let's continue here. Patrick, I don't say, Berto, what do you think about ranked choice voting? I'm all in support. Ranked choice voting serves two purposes. One, it doesn't waste your vote. Two, it's a lot less expensive than having to run runoffs, etc. It's an automatic runoff. And not only is an automatic runoff, it means you don't waste your vote. Always vote the person you really, really want as number one. And then grade them based on how you want them, one, two, three, four, five. And when the computer puts it all together, it comes out with the person that most people actually want. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the epitome of democracy, brother Patrick Baron. All right, uh, let's, wow, you guys have a lot of stuff that I'm reading before I get to my video, but it's your show. Paul Fleming says, the U.S. Supreme Court agreed to decide whether homeless people have a right to camp on public property, weighing in on the appeal backed by Governor Gavin Newsom and other Democrats who have struggled to manage a record number of people living on the streets. I tell you what, I want them to say that the indigent has the right to be on public streets, on public corners, on public parks, on public everything because it's paid for we the people. You know what that would do? When enough people start to see the indigent in these public spaces that we would like to keep clean, that we, they, they'll finally say, you know what? We better do something 
about this homeless problems. We have homes that are empty throughout the country. We have corporations buying up homes, inflating their prices by creating a false scarcity so that many people who would otherwise have homes or living in their cars, etc. That's capitalism. It's legal. I just want folks to understand how our economic system works. It's an economic system that preys on the people below. It preys and it preys and it preys. All right. Uh, Bridge MCP says, Lee, will, call, will you call him out for insurrection? Taking money, uh, taking money from other countries, lying constantly, etc. Come on. Of course, he won't do that. But I think at some point later on, he will. Uh, vote Carl Cox for president in 2024. Are you going to run, Carl? I'm a progressive who will work for the bottom 99%, not the wealthy like Republicans and neocon Democrats. Okay, I hear you, brother. Uh, Gene Dagger says, today's Republican electorate do not care about candidates' character or integrity, full stop. And how do we know that? It's proven by what they do. We're talking leadership now. We love our Republican friends. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Michael Rodin says, Bridge, I found where, uh, uh, where the 1983 came from, Midas Touch Network. On Tuesday, TikTok used best of a Jack O'Four eagerly recounted an alleged first-hand experience in which he claims Donald Trump was kicked out of a Manhattan steakhouse in the 80s after multiple tables complained about his body odor. Years ago, I posted about Trump being kicked out of Keene Steakhouse in Manhattan, where I was eaten because with my father in 1983 because his smell was offensive. Whoa, never heard of it. But I, I then again, I don't look. Yeah, that's a story, right? But I don't even want to talk about that. What, what's the point? You know, I don't know. I don't know. That's not going to help anybody move forward or anything like that. We are not right wing MAGA. Let that story go. All right. Um, I've heard the, the smell story for a long time. I don't want to talk about that kind of stuff. Paul Fleming says, I won't even make headlines, but Ron DeSantis saying, if Israel wants to ethnically cleanse two, cleanse 2 million Palestinians from Gaza, that would be fine with him. It's pretty striking. Yeah, but he's, he is saying what every American administration has allowed Israel to do. You know, so maybe he's the most honest of them running. I don't know. It's a bad thing, but he may be the only honest one running in that regards. All right. Uh, let's see. Lee Grant says Joe's porous border coming home to roost. New York City students forced out of school building after official move in nearly 2000 migrants. Mm. Wonder what would Jesus do? I wonder what would Jesus do? Mm. All right. Patrick Baron says Mark Zuckerberg is insane. What he's doing on uh, Kwai with his 1,500-acre Wagyu beef farm, he's so out of touch with reality. I'm out of touch with that story. <laughs> all right. We are going to be here a long time with all out chat, LOL. Well, I, you know, I have just one video to show you, really, and I was going to talk about the Ohio case. I only need about two minutes to talk about the Ohio case. I could turn it into 20 minutes, 30 minutes, but I just need two minutes. And you can read the story on your own. And I have a seven-minute video, so I'm still okay. All right, let's see what else we got here. And I, like I said, you guys come first. 
You guys come first. All right, let's see. Uh, okay. Egberto, the Schittler smells bad stories attack his narcissism. I know, but we don't need to go there. We don't need to follow that, brother. That's just my opinion. You guys can do as you please, but that's my opinion. Uh, okay. I think I'm down at the bottom. So let's go ahead and play the video from Matthew Dowd and my good friend. I know you don't like her, Mr. Rudnin, but let's stick to the words and not to the person. Let's go right now. Joy and Reid discuss abortion and the Republican Party recently on her show. And it's kind of interesting because uh, she quoted Nikki Haley, who have a tendency to come across softer and make belief as if she is a better MAGA Republican. She won't go with the extremes, etc. But uh, after talking to Matthew Dowd on, on, the, on the show, things kind of look quite a bit differently because, again, the facade is quite a bit different from the reality. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Nikki Haley is still trying to sell herself as an alternative to Donald Trump and Ron's six-week abortion man, DeSantis, on the subject of abortion. Last night, she told Iowa voters at a town hall on Fox that the fellas just don't know how to talk about abortion. Let me read you just really quickly. This is a piece from a New Yorker article about what does seem to be uh, a, a case of a woman in Texas dying as a result of not getting an abortion. Um, none of the records from when Yenny was alive acknowledge that given her multiple underlying conditions, an abortion would have increased her chances of survival. Only the autopsy put it plainly. Pregnancy creates stress on the heart and can exacerbate underlying heart disease and cause hypertensive cases, the medical examiner wrote in naming pregnancy as a factor in Yenny's death. Some of the medical professionals involved in and briefed about her care have been haunted by the question of whether sins of omission were created, were, were committed. They have asked themselves if responsibility for her death resided in part with the new laws that suppress free discussion, both among doctors and with patients, about therapeutic abortion, had fear of legal repercussions, trumped compassionate care. This woman had what would have been considered a late-term abortion. She didn't have one, and she died. Is that going to become a story that haunts Republicans going into this election? Yeah, I think it's going to become multiple stories in this. I mean, and in my own personal story from years ago, the trauma that happens in the course of this because of state laws is going to be repeated over and over and over again, whether it's the death of, a, of, of somebody or it's just the, the what a couple or a woman has to go through in the midst of this, whether she has to flee the state, can flee the state, whatever it happens to be. And this goes to your lead in on this is the Republicans don't seem to care who gets hurt, right? Like thousands of people died from COVID because of Republicans and Donald Trump's stance on us. Thousands of people are dying from gun violence because of a refusal to do anything with common sense gun reform. And now they pass and push through a policies on, on abortion that are resulting in same trauma, same victims, same all of that. They don't care. 
Yeah. And the thing about it is Nikki Haley is supposed to be the alternative, right? But she has said she would have signed a six-week abortion ban where she's still governor of South Carolina, same as uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, she has said she would sign a national six-week abortion ban if it was handed to her. She'll sign whatever can be passed. She has no concern about that. She is on the side of more and more guns in the streets. She's on the same side as Trump on most of these issues. So what is supposed to be her unique selling proposition? Well, that's the that's the thing about people like Nikki Haley and I would put in people like Kellyanne Conway. They think it's a communications problem. They right. think there's a marketing issue here. It's like a restaurant who's poisoning people. And they said, I think the problem is we need to change the color of the menu and rearrange the tables. That's what they think the problem is when the problem is you're poisoning people. And in this case, you're hurting people in this. And it's this idea that somehow marketing or words will fix a fundamental problem which is taking away a freedom for over half the population of the country. You know, the, the thing I have heard from some people, though, is that Donald Trump is such a danger to democracy that they would take a Nikki Haley just because she would be terrible on policy. She would be terrible for women, terrible for people of color. I mean, she thinks she's not sure where slavery happened, but she would stay. She would leave office when her term was over. Well, I would say there's no normal Republicans today. So it would be the non-Trump person, because I yeah. I actually think in many ways that that what Nikki Haley presents is actually in some ways worse than Donald Trump because we understand who Donald Trump is. But Nikki Haley puts on this faux idea that she's somehow a leader and somehow has integrity and enables and agrees with Donald Trump every single step of the way. And that to me is, it, it, you know, Donald Trump is who he is. We can see it. We have it. He talks about it. But Nikki Haley puts on a halo and then walks around and does exactly what Donald Trump wants. Matthew Dodd. Nail it. Or nails it. It turns out that the problem is that the Republican leadership, the MAGA Republicans, simply do not care about how their policies affect women and those that they affect negatively. It's just a statement of fact. They don't care. Earlier in the, in the, uh, in the chatter, Joanne Reed showed an, an incident where a woman died because the medical system was scared to take care of her pending litigation or pending how it's ultimately going to come out with these laws that are tough on women that tries to control women's bodies. But again, Matthew Dowd nails it when when Joy believes that or, or talks about the possibility of people going for Haley because maybe she comes across as a softer Donald Trump. Dowd closed the door on that, which he should on folks talking this way. These people talk the softer game, the more intelligent game, the more intellectually sounding game. But ultimately, they still execute the same evils and ills that Donald Trump has will and does. Matthew Dowd again nails it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Scrolling back down. Hearing that from you, Egberto makes more confident about NK choice voting rank. Thank you, sir. Yes, I, I think voting rank, uh, uh, vo uh, choice voting. I, you know, I did look, go to my, my, uh, YouTube channel 
politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Go to the channel. And actually, the easier way to get to the channel is uh, politicsandright.tv. Politicsandright.tv. Go to politicsandright.tv and look up Ranked Choice Voting. I interviewed some of the, the, the organizations that are selling it on a per-state basis. I interviewed the, the, the woman in Minnesota at last year and another one. Just a Ranked Choice Voting up in, uh, in, in the search for my channel. And you'll be able to see some of the interviews I did on Ranked Choice. It's the way to go. It's absolutely the way to go, uh, my brothers and sisters. Okay. Uh, scrolling down, we got Mike Cisak, who says, Rumble is now facing a SEC investigation, but the, but the details of what the investigation is about remains a secret with the Biden administration. Rumble is a free speech platform competing against YouTube. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Bridge MCP Rumble, a questionable source, exhibits one or more of the following extreme bias, consistent promotion of propaganda, conspiracy, poor or no sourcing to credible information, a complete lack of transparency and, and or it's fake news. Fake news is the deliberate attempt to publish hoaxes and or disinformation for the purpose of profit or influence. Learn more sources listed in the questionable category may be very untrustworthy and should be fact-checked on a per-article basis. Please note sources on this list are not considered fake news unless specifically written in the reasoning section for that source. Thank you, Bruce, for, I mean, Amy Bruce, Bridge, for doing that. All right, Bridge also said, let, no, not, let not forget Egberto that she signed up to not only pardon rump trump but project 25 people need to read project 25 the plans that they have to destroy the functioning of our government all the institutions in our government project 2025 is a plan to reshape the executive branch of the u.s federal government in the event of a republican victory in the 2024 u.s presidential election established in 2022 the project seeks to recruit tens of thousands of conservatives to washington dc to replace existing federal civil service workers it characterized as a deep state to further the objectives of the next Republican president. Although participants in the project cannot promote a specific presidential candidate, many have chosen, uh, many have close ties to Donald Trump and the Trump 2024 presidential campaign. The plan would perform a swift takeover of the entire executive branch under a maximalist version of the unitary executive theory, a theory proposing the president of the United States has absolute power over the executive branch upon inauguration we got to be careful of what's going on folks we got to be careful of what's going on eric hayes Mehdi hassan was removed from msnbc for strongly interrogating mark regev a terrorist in my opinion uh an israeli official regarding their disinformation campaign about hamas Mehdi hassan tweeted i asked prime minister i i saw it I asked Prime Minister Netanyahu's senior advisor, Mark Regev, about the Israeli spokesmen who have falsely claimed that there were terrorist names on a hospital calendar and that Palestinians were faking their injuries on camera. You should have seen his response. Uh, boy. Our problem is vouchers are not a tuition subsidy for wealthier families are now a tuition subsidy for wealthier families. The esteemed princess sociologist Jen Jennings brings new data analysis to Arizona journalism thread. Excellent. 
Oh, man, you guys have really uh, chatted today, but I love it because you brought a lot of good stuff with you. I think the natural miscarriage rate is 15%. Do, do red states, uh, Republicans intend to indict all these women or just the black ones? Just the black ones and the Latino ones. Michael Rudnan, Eric Hayes. Uh, I, I read that one already. Uh, let's see. Egberto, I thought I was the only person who's not tech savvy. No, there are other people not tech savvy, my brother. All right, let's see. The Republican House, uh, the House approved legislation to undo Biden's administrative rule meant to facilitate the proliferation of electric vehicle chain, uh, charging stations. It doesn't matter. It has to go through the Senate and it will make it. So not a problem. Uh, Mike Cisak, thousands of poor black parents in D.C. are begging for voucher programs raised to the top, but Democrats keep shutting them down because it's a farce. I mean, you have a lot of these private companies sending mailers to these black families. And because many times, like most Americans, they're not politically savvy. They don't realize that they're being taken to the, that, that, that they're trying to use their education dollars to enrich a few. So, no, Democrats, please stand up for your constituents. Do not do not succumb to vouchers. It is theft. All right. Hey, Eric Hayes says, Egberto, the ultimate progressive ask and receive via COVID money. Questions is, will a taxpayer want to fund future asks of this nature? I don't understand that. Okay. Uh, let's continue here. I'm scrolling down. All right. I got a, a Lee vote, a vote Republican. It will be your last vote. Vote work, woke is empathy, knowing what is going on, being with the people on the changes in the world. So stay asleep if you want. That's what happens to a lot of folks. They stay asleep till it is. Uh, it is too late. Uh, no, I haven't invited any homeless to my home, Eric Hayes. I've invited a lot of my friends who have had issues and have stayed with me temporarily. Now, I want the state to handle things better. Right. I don't have to be the, the, the person that does it. I can pay. It. But anyway, anyway. Uh, for some reason, conservatives believe that the solution to homelessness is to invite one into your home. To conservatives, everything is an individual issue. They can't seem to understand that housing the homeless is a systemic problem, which requires systemic solution. They usually realize that when they themselves become homeless. All right. Uh, uh, women of America got some good news from the Ohio, uh, Ohio grand jury yesterday. A grand jury in Ohio. Thursday declined to indict a woman who had miscarried a non-viable fetus at home on a felony charge of abuse of a corpse, ending a case that had drawn international scrutiny from lawyers and reproductive health advocates who had argued the charges was baseless and could endanger other patients. The woman, Brittany Watts, 34, of Warren, Ohio, was arrested in October after passing a fetus in her bathroom and trying to flush remains down the toilet. The police in Trumbull County had charged Ms. Watt using an extremely rare interpretation of the state law. I have the link in the blog that you guys can go ahead and follow. But I, wanna, I want to pontificate a bit here. I repeat, no man or other person should have jurisdiction over any woman's body. It, you know, it should have no jurisdiction over any woman's body. And to think that this 34-year-old young woman had to go through hell for months until it was decided that she wouldn't be charged. When this woman went to the doctors as she miscarried, 
As they told her, the baby is no longer viable. She lost her amniotic fuel fluid. Uh, she, she was bleeding. She was in bad shape. The doctors couldn't take care of her because, because of the laws of the land. Now, if you think, I, I've been talking to a lot of people and I told them, I'm feeling a lot better about the election and I'm not talking about the presidential election only. I'm talking about county. I'm talking about municipal. I'm talking about state. I'm talking about federal. When these ads start to come out as to what a Republican prison looks like, America, when those ads start to come out, it's going to be a different story as far as the election is concerned. A lot of people are going to hold their nose and vote for a lot of people they wouldn't otherwise vote for because they're going to realize I cannot live in a Republican prison. Not even Republicans can live in their own prison because they can't follow the rules that they want others to follow. So, brothers and sisters, all we have to do between now and the summer is to educate, educate, and educate. And after the summer, we have to beat the pavement and invigorate. We have to beat the pavement, register folks to vote, beat the pavement and let people know this is what your vote will mean. The first part is education. We got six months of education to do. February, March, April, May, June, July. Come August, just before, just before, just before May Day. Not May Day, just before our May Day, Americans May Day, right? Labor Day. Just before that, we have got to be putting our, our marching orders together, how we are going to Pop, how we're going to address every single precinct in America. Notice I didn't say district. Notice I didn't say county. I said, how are we going to organize every precinct in the country? Educate for six months. And as we hit the pavement to, uh, to touch, to hug those people in these precincts, we make sure that they're registered to vote fearlessly in their own interest. It's four o'clock that just caught up on me. Thank you, Bridge. And what I need to do is ask you folks to please support the program however best you can. You can support the program by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support. Politicsdoneright.com slash support. And uh, you can also, ah, wrong message that I just put out there. Let me go ahead. Uh, Egberto, what's wrong with you? Let's go ahead. Copy that. All right, there we go. Politicsandright.com slash support is a way to support the program. Again, politicsandright.com slash support has all the different forms in which you can support our program. 
The other way you can support the program is by subscribe, becoming a paid subscriber of our newsletter. Please do so by going to politicsandright.com slash newsletter. politicsandright.com slash newsletter. Another way of supporting us, like I just showed you there. And let me go ahead and bear with me one quick second to please support the program by subscribing. This is another way of supporting it on on Spotify. And if you if you do that, you also help what we are doing. Wrap my pipes. Yeah, I, I'm going to make sure to do that. Thank you for reminding me about that, um, my brother. Uh, thank you for reminding me about that. Anyhow, there you go. So consider supporting us however you can. Anyway, folks, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.